When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up? Welcome in CHEL Bears podcast. Here we go. Rolling. The crew is back together. Bears training camp starts this week. What's going on, everyone? Very excited. Adam Hogue, Mark Herman, Nicholas Moriano with you on this glorious Monday. What's up, guys? I am so happy to see you. It's Why? It's been three weeks. I, I did know. not know that I could ever miss a man who I work with this much, but I have really missed you. Best and you, week. Nick. Best three weeks of the oh, year. Thanks, Mark. Was a good three weeks for you, wasn't it? <laughs> I said this like I was ready to come back like a week and a half ago. Oh. Also, I was back last week, which you're not giving me credit for. No, no. Came back midweek. I wasn't here. Doesn't count. Two shows. The last time I talked to you, you were on a train to Minnesota going to watch That's the true. White Sox with your son, James. That yes. It seemed like you were still on vacation to me. How's your hand, Adam? Didn't, did you get a bruise from the ball? We're going we're gonna to talk about that. Okay. Oh, okay. Gotcha. That's, that's third segment You're, material. Are you on the physically unable to perform list? No, we're back. Everything's good. You could come right off that, though, at any time, right? And we shouldn't be worried about that? Bruised hand. <laughs> oh, I see where you're getting to, Mark. The bruise to the ego was worse. Mm. I look I'm forward to hearing softball. about it. I'm not playing softball tonight, by the way. I, I'm aware. You've got a Hogan Johns event. and uh, I, I, I could possibly still stop by. but You should. And I actually brought shorts just in case. Did not bring cleats, and I'm not going to run around without cleats on and tear my ACL. I, you know, it's I got to hand it to everybody here at CHGO because we are playing uh, Odyssey slash the score tonight, and um, I got to tell you, there's no lack of people who want to play in tonight's game. Can't get anybody out any other week, but tonight <laughs> they're ready to go. God bless. We got that puts you in a tough spot. Not a tough spot for me because nope. you got it. Well, I mean, you it is can't just play everyone. You got to win. It, it's, it's that's the what it's all about game in the year you gotta win there's a reason why i'm manager of the year and i and, and i will be doing some extra work managing egos around here but you know <laughs> i'm sure everybody's here for the common good okay. which is winning softball games no matter who we play i mean this is just one game in the regular season in my mind not a huge deal you're definitely in play for coach of the year thank you kevin i appreciate it i you're mean one of you know, 12 <laughs> <laughs> Well, we'll see. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. But let's, uh, let's get into it here, Hogue. Uh, there's, the training camp is here. This is uh, – I'm, I'm on edge. I think a lot of Bears fans are on edge. You're on edge? Well, when the news came out yesterday that Chase Claypool's going on the physically unable to perform list, that, that, that didn't that, – that wasn't great. I think Nick and I had basically the same tweet. Not ideal. Not ideal. Also not surprising. I was a little surprised. Why? Because he's what been, about Chase Claypool since the moment he got here has given you any sense that this is going to go well? Oh, well, okay. I if we're going there, yeah. <laughs> just being serious. Like, if we're going down that road, I've been saying that for, for since, like, week two of his arrival. Like, this is a disaster. But I wasn't expecting can't play. He's been running around with Justin Fields. He, mm-hmm. You know, I, I thought when, we, when he missed time at minicamp, it was just a little blippy blip. But I... You know, I was a little concerned, I think I said at the time, but I wasn't like, oh, he's going to be out to start training camp. I was more expecting that possibly for Darnell Mooney, not Claypool. Um, and Claypool needs to be on the field more, which is why I think it yeah. is a concern. Hopefully it's like a precautionary thing where obviously starting off, it's not ideal like we said, but at any point in time they can come off this list. So we'll be there tomorrow for report day. Maybe maybe something changes by Wednesday. Who knows? But it just it's just not a good look for a guy that's had so many things unfootball related that just haven't gone his way. And you're just waiting for the Chase Claypool practicing out there, making plays to happen. And at this moment, we'll we'll see when that actually happens. You understand this level of NFL media better than me. Why was that announced yesterday? Uh, because that's when it. They made the move. I mean, it's liter- when they go literally they filed it to the NFL. It appears on the transaction report that the league puts Why out. Why not wait to the first day of training camp to f- file that report? Um, Is there no rhyme or reason? Whatever. We just know this. 
Like, does it mean like? Well, as soon as he's put on pup, it opens up a roster spot. Okay, and so we've got wide receivers coming through, and that's the whole that's the whole point of pup. Is it just it it opens up a roster spot until you take them off? So okay, um, yeah, and I assume he was in the building over the weekend, mm-hmm. and maybe already had his physical, physical to start training camp, and I you know, I I just. I guess where I found it a little surprising was, yes, you saw him running around on social media with Justin Fields, but also you saw the Bears put out like this sort of PR blitz recently. He was in that football, yep. 1920 football drive last yep. week that we were talking about. Mm-hmm. They they went into detail about his uh, fashion thing. His trip, yep. Maybe clear up. Not, right. not that there should have been any PR damage from that, but a lot of fans kind of took that the wrong way. He's doing all this fashion stuff, which he's totally got the right to do, and no one, I, no one should have a problem with it. But they still kind of like, well, let's explain this. And then, they, you know, you had Tyke Tolbert, the wide receivers coach, talking about how, you know, it's time for him to be out there and, and show us what he can do. And then all of a sudden he's on pup. Like, it's – yeah, it's not great. You know, and he very well could be off of it by the end of the, end of the week and out, of, mm-hmm. out there practicing. But if that's the case, it almost just doesn't seem like it was worth the trouble of, like, even putting him on pup. Right. So but you can only do it at the start. You can't just put on – you know, it has to be on the start of training camp. Yeah. Once they take the field, you can't put him on pup. Good extra layer that should be out there. I also would like to throw out the question out to everybody on this show, including you, Kevin Wells. Uh, and we don't know the answer to this. Do you? Th- do we think this is a new injury? Do we think something happened that we're going to learn about at some point, if not tomorrow? Or do we think this is just a dude who's dealing with some soft tissue stuff that they're going to be extra cautious with? You hope not, right? I mean, you'd rather it's. St- I think you'd rather it still be the same soft tissue that's hopefully getting better and just hasn't gotten to the point where you want it to be right now. But you hope that when he was out there with Justin Fields running around that. Nothing else additionally happened, but I guess we'll see. No idea. I mean, I, I don't know how to answer that. Okay. I, I, I don't know. And if I find out, I'll tell you. But I, All right. Let, I, me, let me give another hypothetical <laughs> for you. I could, I'll, tra- you could, I'll trade. I'll give you a third-round pick, mid-third-round pick. It's a, the team is going to finish 16th. Uh, it'll be the 16th pick in the third round next year for Chase Claypool. You doing that trade right now? Yes. Yep. But no one, no one, no one would. No that. one is a general manager in the yeah. league would be doing that, <laughs> except for Ryan Poles. What do you think he's worth? Right now? Yeah, right now, at this very moment, uh, with his, right. with his, you know, you're gonna have to make contract decisions and his health and everything else. Did have the big 1,000 yard season. He was How he was sought after by the Packers and the Bears last year. His second round pick. What do we think he's worth right now? Didn't. It's probably like a Valdez Scantling level contract. Probably what, like three years for thirty million. No, I'm right saying now? like I'm like saying, what draft pick could you get? Fourth round, fifth round. What are we getting? Uh, probably not that. That's think second. he's worth a fourth rounder? Um, I think you can get a fourth, but maybe I'm wrong. The physical, yeah. Some team will love the physical intangibles, though. Like a big body wide receiver who can move fast, like that. Do you rather have Tyler Scott right now or Chase Claypool? There's a lot of hype. Probably Claypool. Here. We don't know what Scott is yet. Haven't yeah. seen him take a snap in the NFL yeah. yet. I think he's still your fourth or fifth wide receiver. So I'd hey. still take Claypool over him. Hey, so Chase, you got this. Get healthy. Plenty of time between now and the Green Bay Packers. Let's so the, go. Last week, the Lions traded for Denzel Mims, who's literally done nothing in the league. And it was a pick swap. Conditional. So if he doesn't even make the team, there is – there's like literally no trade other than they got him for free, basically. Um, if he does make the team, then they sw- it looks like they're swapping sixth and seventh round picks. So something like someone would probably trade for him. I think so, but I don't. Somebody would trade for him. But you know what? You got it's We're, the Bears I, I, aren't I, trading I, him either. I just, but I'm just yeah. And also, I just feel I mean? like yeah, you would, you might as well play this thing out and see mm-hmm. what he can do. Yes, I'm just underlining that on on today, July the 24th, how bad the trade looks. You could, be, you might not be able to get a fourth round pick for him. You gave up the first pick in the second round. Everybody's allowed to make mistakes. No big deal. Ryan Poles, you're the man. Appreciate you. You're doing a great job. Bears are going to win the Super Bowl under your guidance. This trade right now. Does not look good. No. And nothing changes for me, and I've been saying this for months now. Just 
I'm kind of tired of talking about it, to be honest. The guy's got to show got to show it. Yeah. Anything. You know, and, and he can't, and he can't do it if he's not on the practice field. So <laughs> this, was the, fear, this was the fear we talked about in minicamp, which was like, will Darnell Mooney be back? Will Chase Claypool be back? You're trying to take Matt Eberflus at his word, saying that he thought they would be, but he, as he put out there, you could always have setbacks. Uh-huh. So to answer that original question, at minimum, I think there was some type of setback here. There had to have been. That's what it, seemed, that's what it feels like to me. Something happened. Some, there had to be some, whether it's the same injury, new injury, there was some type of setback because it sure seemed like the Bears thought Chase Claypool was going to be ready to go at the start of camp. Right. Thank you. Okay. I'm glad that, that that can wrap up our conversation there. There has at least been a re-aggravation, if not something completely yeah. new. That's um, what it feels like. All right. So beyond Chase Claypool, wanted to talk a little bit about what we are expecting and want to see in training camp. Practices uh, officially are open to media on Wednesday. They're open to the public starting Thursday. Um, and then report day is tomorrow. So we'll hear from Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus tomorrow. We'll hear from a bunch of players tomorrow and maybe get some of these answers that we're talking about right now. But uh, we're going to start talking about the offense. Then we'll switch to defense. And we'll start with this. Who is the most important player on offense not named Justin Fields or DJ Moore. Because at the top, it's pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But beyond that, if you had to pick one player that is most significantly going to swing this season one way or the other, perhaps even swing Justin Fields' development one way or the other. Such a tough call. That's why I'll let you go first, Nick. Oh, thank you, Mark. I'm going with Braxton Jones in this one, you guys. I think for if you would have asked me for the future, too, I would have said Darnell Wright. You don't because, get to say two names. But I'm saying Braxton Jones. So I'm, I'm saying I'm saying it. Braxton Jones is the most important player outside of Justin Fields and DJ Moore. I think when you don't draft a left tackle, you're obviously securing the quarterback's blind side. You need for him to take another step up. He needs to show that he can handle a bull rush. He wants to be that foundational player. Like, they invested on the right side of the line because they had trust in Braxton Jones. So I think he is your, outside of DJ Moore, Justin Fields, your most important player on offense. I love that both you and Gary Ross said both of them, and Hogue just yelled at both of you. Um, <laughs> the whole point of the second. Uh, I one. Yes. picked one. I picked so, one, though. So I thought about Braxton Jones. I okay. thought about Darnell Wright, but I'm going to go away from the offensive line because I think as a collective, I'm just going to hold that group as somewhat stable. So we need, we need an elevation. We need a playmaker. So I'm going to say Darnell Mooney. I it, You... Considering the the Claypool news, who I'm, you know, will not trust until proven otherwise. I hope he proves me wrong. <laughs> you are out on Claypool. I am. I am. I don't even know if I'm out because I've never been in. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 like. I don't know what that would make me, but I, I just like just I just drove past that thing. Um, didn't like it at the time. Don't like. Didn't like it a month no, ago. Keep don't going. like it today. Nice guy. Be great if it works out. But I, I, you, it can't just be Fields and more. Somebody has got to become a threat elsewhere to open up this offense to levels that we all would absolutely love to see. So a healthy, productive Darnell Mooney, if you put that out there with everything else that's going on, I think the offense can become quite dynamic, and the Bears could be edging their way to being, you know, a, a, a playoff team. Ideally, yeah. still very, very, very. I say that slowly because who's getting to the quarterback? A lot of things have to happen. Yeah, that's uh, it's it's very hard to win in the NFL if you can't get to the quarterback. And right now, until proven otherwise, the Bears can't get to the quarterback. All right, so. We'll talk about the defense, by the way, coming yeah. up. I uh, Yeah, where are you going? I'm going to go Darnell Wright. Okay. Because if this offensive line is really upgraded, like, you know, many are claiming, and I think rightfully Should so, you, 
the biggest upgrade has to be at right tackle. It's where they spent the most their biggest investment. Mm-hmm. Yes, they signed Nate Davis, but you're talking about a first round pick. You're talking about the original number one pick that you had. That yes, you traded back, you got a lot for it's a great haul and all that. But they zeroed in on Darnell Wright. We kind of heard that, reported that here on this show leading up to the draft. And then afterwards, they told us about all of it. The private workout on Easter and all that. They, they fell in love with this guy. So from, from two standpoints, like, yes, Braxton Jones needs to develop on the backside. But for Justin Fields on his front side, he needs that stability. And it's a lot to ask a rookie, but it needs to be there. There needs to be an enormous upgrade at right tackle on the side where Justin Fields has his eyes when he starts his drop, and he's got to have that security there. That has to be such a huge part of this offense. Also in the running game, too, you know, mm-hmm. he's got – which, you know, I think he'll be able to do. But then at the same time, the part of the reason why I go with Darnell Wright is because – this is Ryan Pohl's first, first round pick. Like this is a big pick for him. Yeah, this is his. No doubt. Hopefully, a lot better Kevin White. But that was mm. the Kevin White pick, right? That was Ryan Pace's first pick. Mm-hmm. It's going to come up for years, good or bad, however this goes. So there's reasons even beyond just hey, this makes the offense better. But they're going to be judged on this pick for a long time. Darnell Wright, can't wait to see him in pads this weekend for the first time in a Bears uh, practice jersey and see what he could do. So that's where I'm going. I think there's other candidates, though. Uh, I think Bro Delicious in here put Cody Whitehair as an honorable mention. That's a that's a good one just considering what they had at the center position before Cody and what he can do for the offensive line, helping out Justin Fields with protection, things like that. Like That's a good mention there. Or the upgrade of the whole line, like he's going to be a big part of that. Cody Whitehair. Uh, uh, that's to be honest, the second guy I was debating. It's a good debate. See, I'm holding the offensive line as whole, which is probably a little too optimistic. But that's but, why I didn't go there. But but part of the reason why, like, if we're really going to throw in center as an upgrade, just because Cody Whitehair moved over there. Well, he needs to be good. For sure. Yep. In, in, in the center position, just quite frankly, the last couple of years has not been good enough for the Bears. And he needs to – that needs to be an improvement. I think it will be. I think it can be. But – and I also think that there's some value of having a veteran like Cody Whitehair at the center position working uh, with Justin Fields. And if it comes to it, Lucas Patrick, you know – Yep. Having to go back in there, too. Um, so I, I like the depth they have there. I like the veteran leadership they have there. But the results still need to be there. And think about it, too. On the left of Cody Whitehair, you have a, Tevin Jenkins playing a new position left guard. You have a new right guard in Nate Davis. So he's a centerpiece as a center to for all this newness on the offensive line. So that also needs to come together. So the chemistry and how they're communicating. You're going to start with Cody Whitehair up front. You can talk yourself into some serious offensive line terror if you want to. <laughs> Don't do it. I mean, <laughs> is Braxton Jones ready to take the next leap? I have no idea. I would bet on it, but I have no idea. Is Tevin Jenkins going to stay healthy at left guard? I wouldn't know. bet on it, and I have no idea. Can Cody Whitehair go back to center and be above average? You hope. Maybe. Doesn't feel overly likely. Nate Davis coming in here and doing his part, that feels pretty stable. And, and did Poles get it right with the right tackle? And can he mm-hmm. be elite? I'd like to think he got it right, but no pun intended. But maybe so really, you were asking a lot. What's happening with your socks here, Dr. Seuss? Well, I just, you know, they're very, they're, they're, they're so colorful and I, I'm so excited for training camp and why are they rolled up over your pants? Because I felt like I needed, I I thought I just needed some, 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 some sunshine in here because I was about to say, I was about to talk because Chase Claypool and offensive line concerns came up and took my bet and and we got a huge softball game tonight and, and that's signed by Mark Carmen. No idea. (laughs) That looks like Luis Robert. Really? Ryan Sandberg. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> Two very different names. <laughs> Andre Dawson. Yeah, probably yeah. very different signatures. <laughs> that bat. 
Boink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have no, this has an autograph on it, and I have no idea who it's no. autographed by. I don't know. First glove that you ever had, and well, who, was a, who was the autograph? Anybody remember? Ryan Sandberg. Manny Trio. Mick. <laughs> Sorry. And then kind I had a bunch of other autographs on there, like Harry Carey, Ron Sano. All these other people, and my parents let me continue to play baseball with it, with the autograph. Oh no! Oh no! Yeah. So, <laughs> do you have a, do you, would you like to comment on that to Richard Hogue, who's most definitely watching right now? I, I think he was right. Those autographs were worth nothing, and, <laughs> and, 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 okay. and, and I think that's a great job play by your dad. Up. All right, uh, staying on topic here. What is the number one thing you want to see on offense? Like, if we're zooming out a few weeks from now, and you're just like. That was the one thing I wanted to see. We either saw it or we didn't. What is it? For me, it's execution from the offense, but especially during like those two-minute drills where the Bears will rep that maybe at the end or they have it at different periods, but how that looks. Because there are a lot of times in you know Bears practices where it doesn't end up going well. But with Justin Fields in this offense, year two, now you got a playmaker like DJ Moore. How does the overall execution work, especially in those two-minute drills where – you can win and lose games right then and there. So I want to see how that plays out throughout training camp. That is a is a good one. I also would throw well. What I'd like to see, yes, Adam. No, yes. Yeah, I like that look by you. <laughs> I, well, I just like that I asked. <laughs> Go I'm glad, ahead. I'm glad Nick narrowed it down to the two minute drill. What do you want to see from the offense? <laughs> Execution. I, yeah, I, I mean, that's yeah. where we've gotten here. Is like a Bears yeah. yards. Like, uh, yes, two <laughs> minute drill. Two minute First drill. downs. <laughs> What's going to annoy me at training camp is if every time it's a completed pass, it's to DJ Moore. Like I will get very tired of that very quickly. Okay, can we find somebody else? Like <laughs> I got it. You do have chemistry. I like. I want to see the ball moving around. That's I want to see Cole That's Komet good. catching it. I want to see Robert Tunyon catching it. I want to see DJ Moore uh, getting his fair share. But I also want to see Darnell Mooney. I want to see. I'd love to see Tyler Scott making an impact. Running back. Even yep. you, my man, Dante Pettis, can't wait to reconnect with you. I hope you're watching the show. Can't wait. To, my guys, I'm excited to uh, see these people. So we, we don't get any of that access walking off the field anymore, huh? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. just too bad. No. That is just, those were fun conversations that we would have been able to bring to you that has been taken away. Yeah, those were the good days. When were those they days? They were efficient. Bourbonnet. Oh. Was, was it really that long ago? Wow. Yeah. Even that, towards the end of Bourbonnet, they stopped doing that. But mm. yeah, that was, was a nice, lot of fun. Nice and efficient. Seemed like it was. It was a, stressful for everybody involved. Now well, it was more yeah. stressful too because you. I thought it's fun stress that you were gonna get. You like, were you were unleashed. Yeah, and and they're all out there. Yeah, what are you gonna do with it? Mm. Yeah, but you also got lunchtime back at Orms. Uh, lunchtime. So if you didn't get them off the field, you can get them. As that, they're walking in at lunch. That's like real media. I never was on that level. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was the guy that came out there three times. Yeah. And I'm going to get – I'm going to try to talk to everyone. Yeah. All right. Um, for my answer on this one. Yes. It's pretty simple. And I think it's fair. I want to see Justin Fields dominate. That – like yep. basically what I just teed up. Like Hitting this, everyone would be this, him dominating. I, mm-hmm. I think we're going into year three. I think it jives with what I said last week where it's okay to have high expectations. But, like, how about – I'm not saying he has to be perfect. I'm not saying he's not allowed to have a bad day here and there. He definitely will. That's going to happen. I'm just saying when we zoom out four or five weeks from now, we're going, that was a really good training camp for Justin Fields. He clearly looks better. It, it, it's just – we've had so – I don't know how many times we've covered training camp, whether it's – Jay Cutler, Mitch Trubisky, it's just like this roller coaster, right? It's like, oh, he's, you know, he, he had a bad day. He had a good day. Is this going to work? Is it not? Like, just just go out there and uh, look good. <laughs> Is that too much to ask? Seems pretty simple. Uh, it might be, but hopefully not. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully not. You know, you just, you made me think of... What I would, the conversation that I don't want to be having when we get towards the end of training camp. Uh oh. I just, hold on, I want to pull it up so make sure I have it right here. Um, 
Conversations not being had. What you wondering who I, the Bears, I don't the Bears play go, in Week One? I no, I no, I don't want to be going into. I had to, to have a preseason memory, John. I don't want to be coming out of the Colts game on the nineteenth and having some big conversation about how much Justin Fields needs to play against the Buffalo Bills on the on on August twenty sixth because we got to get him ready for Green Bay. I'd yeah. love to be going into that game saying, "Well, it's cool if he just gets a series or no series." Which, by the way, I, I want him to play. Against the Titans, I want him to play against the Colts. I think the offense needs it. I think they need to be out there. And it's fine, by the way, if if they're going to play in week three. But I don't want it to be like he needs to be out there in week three of the preseason because the offense looks terrible. Yeah. That would be awful. Mm-hmm. Good point. It would be awful. And we could get there, but I don't. I, hopefully we won't. All right. Any other lingering things on the offense? It's interesting that we didn't bring up Valus Jones once. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's not. Chase that, Claypool's not ready to go. Big opportunity yeah. for him to yeah. maybe do something. Valus, the time has come. The time is now. You can do this. I hope you become a train. That would, he'd be an aw- he would be an awesome training camp, darling. Yeah. In, a, in a, a second year, Valus on a whole new level, darling, would be very exciting. Well, especially because towards the end of last season, we were wondering if he even make the team, and which is a fair <laughs> wonder. He, I he, guess it's still a lingering question to some extent. But yeah. um, all right, we're going to switch to the offense. Uh, excuse me, from the offense to the defense here as well. I know some people were trying to throw out Tremaine Edmonds' name in there. Uh, we are going to do the same conversation, but with for the defense. Um, but first, oh, shady race time, baby. I wore mine in today to do. Mine or my yeah. car. I usually leave mine in a car, but I brought them, so I have them ready to go here for this glorious read that's about to happen. Uh, you want to take on the sun with gear built to last, and our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Speaking of warm weather, it's about to be hot. I'm ready. Just I'm ready in time for Wednesday. 90s, baby. Oh Just in time for Wednesday. Just in time for the first practice. Jesus. Hot. Let's go. I was just in Georgia for three days. 90s here is going to be nothing. That was the worst experience. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't wait to hear more about it. It was so unbelievably. Did you have your Shady Rays, though? I sure did. Yeah. Actually, no, I didn't. I left both. Yeah, that's, and why I, and, and that's why it was a bad trip. Yep. Probably true. You would've, blew it. I would have felt, felt cool in my Shady Rays. You're right. Yeah. Uh, Shady Rays is an independent sunglass company that offers a world-class product just as good as any expensive pair that we've worn, durable frames, and extremely clear optics for all outdoor adventures, including the Georgia heat. And that's not all, because Shady Rays offers the most insane protection of all eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us that they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. You can wear your Shady Rays with confidence. And... They're awesome because they also have Shady Rays Impact. They're helping uh, and giving much-needed support to nonprofit partners across the United States of America. And if you don't love your Shady Rays, you can exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. No risk when you shop. Exclusive for our listeners right here, right now. Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use code CHGO. You'll get 50% off two-plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Go check out Shady Rays, and I'm really excited to tell everybody about our next partnership here. Now that we're in the thick of summer, you might be looking for some wholesome, convenient meals to support sunny, active days. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit can help you fuel up fast with flavorful and nutritious ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track reaching your goals. Look, we all get busy and there are times when you just don't have time to cook. With Factor, skip the extra trip to the grocery store and the shopping, prepping, cleaning up too, while still getting the flavor and nutritional quality you need. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy and get back to your busy day. Just the other day, I had a black pepper and sage pork chop, you guys, with smoked cheddar Brussels sprouts and creamy broccoli delicious 45 grams of protein just a perfect meal after a tough workout so this july all this dude's fa- been talking about by the way is factor off the air just for the record so anyway keep going Nick. i'll have it at training camp so this ju- this july get factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh 
flavor-packed meals delivered to your door, ready in just two minutes, no prep, no mess. And here's the most important part. Head to factormeals.com slash Bears and use the code Bears to get 50% off. That's code Bears at factormeals.com slash Bears to get 50% off. And as we transition to the defense, the CHGO Bears offseason coverage brought to you by the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program. Learn more at comed.com forward slash powering biz. Also, happy birthday to Rasheed Davis. Oh, happy birthday. Our guy. Our guy, Rasheed Davis. Uh, Coach Davis, some call him, including myself. That was awesome when we had Rasheed in Mm -hmm. here. He was very insightful. So many topics to talk about with Rashid. Yeah. Love that guy. Um, go back and find that podcast if you want. That was one of the many good podcasts I thought we did during sort of the dead period of mm-hmm. the uh, NFL calendar that's sort of evergreen. You can go back and check it out. You guys um, know what I just noticed when I was flashing these during the break? The Twitter, CH Show Bears. Do I have to change this to an X now? I don't know. No. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, you, you, you know what I can tell you about that whole deal is – there is not one thing right now in the world I care less about or spend more <laughs> less time worrying about than whatever the hell Elon's doing with Twitter. I don't see no bird up here. Uh, it, yeah, it's an X now. It's, it's an X now? X. Cool. Don't <laughs> care. It's always going to be long Twitter. As, as, long as, the, no, I, as I, long as the followers that are out there that want to hear about the Bears and consumer content are there, I don't care what they call it. We appreciate you. I like interacting with you guys on Twitter, X, whatever it's called. Hit the like button if you miss the bird. <laughs> yes. I'm a bird guy. <laughs> it's iconic, bird? man. Bird? It's like, no, 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 no. That bird's gone through a few transformations. I didn't realize how much Twitter, the logo has changed since the beginning, but yeah, it's better than an X. It's, it is a, what did he say? It's, it's X because we all are, are we all have imperfections. Is that, that, that was the reasoning? I don't know. That what, X looks like what a imperfection. I don't know. I, first of all, Elon, I have no imperfections, so you can take <laughs> that back. Second of all, how does an X signify I don't know. I, imperfections? Uh, By the way, I'm thinking about getting a Tesla. Just got to get a, you know. Ooh. Are you really? They're giving 7000 I don't need to give him any free. Oh, yeah, the government sent him? pretty seven, dumb. $7,500. $7,500, yeah. Doesn't, your gas bill goes, you still got to pay to charge it in some sense, but, like, I don't. Yeah, they also cost like, I, a million like a spaceship. dollars. Thirty-eight thousand is the low end. Oh, seven thousand things thirty-one. Every other car out there feels like it's thirty grand nowadays. Mark Carmen, long time Elon guy. Long, uh, well, <laughs> long time Elon guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I hear uh, they're a tad bit of a maintenance nightmare. But anyway, okay, back <laughs> to the defense. Thank you. All right, who is the most important player on defense? Not named Tremaine Edmonds. You go first, Adam. I went first. We'll go down. Yeah, Adam, you go yeah, first. Yeah, you go first. Yeah. Yeah, you go first. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to surprise you with this one. Crap. Don't take my guy. I'm going to go with another rookie. You're going to go with Tyreek? If we're going to look at this defensive line the way it is now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No bueno. Someone really needs to emerge on this D-line as a legitimate difference maker. And looking at the candidates right now, I think there's a lot of decent players on the interior. I think there's some depth there. I think there's some rotational. But one of these dudes needs to become a real stud. And so far, as I've said, like the vibes with Chase Claypool on the other side of the ball haven't been good. I think from the point they drafted him, the vibes with Jervon Dexter Mm -hmm. have actually been very Mm -hmm. good. I like the vibes. Of Despite the get-off questions that we all had, I think that that was answered pretty quickly. I didn't think we saw concerns of that. Now, he still doesn't put on pads, <clears throat> but he's a mammoth dude who can run like a gazelle. I think if we're going to talk about this defense going to like a, <clears throat> a next level and really giving the offense the support that they need, I know it's a little maybe a bit of a reach for this question, but I think someone on that defensive line really needs to emerge. And I look at the candidates. I go Javon Dexter. I think the, the, the original question was, which, who's the most important player that can swing the, the wins and losses one way or the other? Someone on that D-line needs to do it. And I'm going with the rookie. I like it. All right. 
fingers crossed that that happens. Because if it does, then that might transform the defense. Nick, would you like me to go second, or or you like you me go to go second, second? Mark? Do it. Uh, Who's your guy? Well, I don't know how much you guys pay attention to Madden ratings. You've been paying attention to Madden ratings, anybody? Do you, uh, really. do you know who the highest rated de- Bears defensive lineman is? Uh, lineman. Yeah. Is it Travis Gibson? Nice. You are correct. Oh, wow. It really? is Travis Gibson. That's interesting. Wow. That is the highest in the right. 70s now. We're way <laughs> far from a 99, the perfect score. So our guy is at, in the 70s. Now, I am a Travis Gibson fan. He has a strong motor. He has a significant amount of experience. He hopefully... We'll have more help around him, to your Jervon Dexter point this year. Mm-hmm. Somebody's got to take advantage of that. Someone has to get to the quarterback. Demarcus Walker, I see him in the chat a ton, and okay. But, like, I'm sort of taking him as some level, even though it's a bit of a reach, but some level of a constant. We need someone to emerge. And Travis Gibson's got to be the player that he once was trending to be. I'll say it like that. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I, I think... There's something there. I still believe in him. So, I'll go with Travis. Okay. Interesting interesting choice there, Mark. Uh, both defensive line. I'm going with the very first Ryan Poles ever pick, and that would be Kyler Gordon as my most important player for this Bears defense, playing a very important nickel position. I just look at how the NFL attacks defenses nowadays. Some, they're putting their best receiver in the slot. Go back to the night game where the Packers are playing the Bears. Jalen Johnson has Devontae Adams on lockdown for a majority of the game. Put him in the slot. What does Devontae Adams do? Just go off. And there's so many other examples of that where NFL offenses are going to put Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams, their big-time wide receiver in the slot where they can work out in space. And I think for Kyler Gordon, who's going to, I think, still play outside a bit, but exclusively in that nickel, you're going to get involved in the run support. You're going to be on these nickel blitzes. Kyler Gordon needs to show and validate why Ryan Poles identified him as the first player he ever drafted for the Bears and just show that he is going to be hopefully a cornerstone defensive back for this Bears defense. So Kyler Gordon's my uh, candidate for most important player. Boom. That was well said, and I hope that he embraces it because he still wants to play outside. And it's interesting that none of us said Tyreek because that is a huge ass ask that they're doing for him. Go in there, mid-second round pick guy, and hold down the second cornerback where they are going to be coming at you all game. Yeah. He is going to be targeted from the jump. It's a lot. I get the optimism, like the attitude, like the size. Bears traded up to get him. Pulse likes him a ton. That guy's going to be under fire early and often. I think there's a lot like, of different oh, candidates. Yeah. Yep. I mean, Tyreek Stevenson's obviously he, he could have. If you wanted to go with the rookie like I did, that would have been another good one. Jaquan Brisker. I mean, guys that really need to take a leap in, in year two. Eddie Jackson still being the veteran. Healthy Eddie Jackson, you know, the yeah. importance of Eddie Jackson playing 17 games. I, I, I think yeah. that answer could be given. I think uh, Travis Gibson maybe would have been 13th on my list, but I res- respect wow. your. Uh, <laughs> and again, this Why? is not named Tremaine Evans. <laughs> you yeah. need. Someone to step up and get to the quarterback. Yeah. Who, who are you betting on to lead the team in sacks? I mean, Richard I Dent? TJ Edwards right now, probably. You're going to bet on <laughs> TJ Edwards? Probably. Okay, that's disconcerting. That's a problem. I mean, I'm not, I can't even <laughs> dispute they, they, that. They can't but have I, a safety or a linebacker lead them in sacks again. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Demarcus Walker's this, my candidate. Like I'm just going to remind you, when, when Travis Gibson has his breakout day... I hope he does. Something's coming in here in a big cooler that looks delicious. And or is it the thirst the beef. The beef. Beef. Didn't know there was beef coming today. Oh, my God. I think it was the slack. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that one was an important announcement. That one shouldn't have been missed. <laughs> important announcements. <laughs> Why would I look at that? <laughs> You're in Georgia. I look at the softball channel. The softball channel. Which apparently Sean Anderson. Sometimes the Bears channel. Sean Anderson with a mid Monday cancel. That's my lefty stick. Oh. You're doing matchups here? Who cares? Oh, no, no. No, 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 no. no, 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 no I just, you know, I'm just. Uh, the, 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 he brings a fire. He brings, us, he brings a dip dip. A dip dip. He brings a revenge. It'd be a revenge game for Sean, I mean, too. Yeah. Former score employee. Uh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. 
I'm surprised he's missing. I'm surprised he's missing. Maybe he felt that it was too close to home. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Same question now on defense. A few weeks from now, it's the number one thing you want to see. For me, and you kind of alluded to with uh, Javon Dexter, but I just want to feel this rookie class. You're looking at Javon Dexter, Zach Pickens, Tyreek Stevenson, Terrell Smith, even Noah Sewell. Like, by the time training camp's over, they have made an impact. And the, a lot of those guys are going to be in, like, starting positions. So by the time this is all over with training camp, we can look back at this draft class saying, okay, there are some guys that can play if they need to go and make huge contributions. Even, like, a guy like Noah Sewell on, like, special teams – you know that Ryan Poles, this, the Bears coaching staff, identified the right players, and you know they have some young talent on this team. So that's what I really want to feel by the end of training camp, this rookie class. Yeah, what I would like to hear is some level of conversation based on training camp. Who is going to have a bigger impact between Jervon Dexter and Zach Pickens? Both of them look incredible. These guys are going to be awesome. Who should get more playing time? That's a conversation that I can't necessarily imagine happening but that's yeah. but that would be, be a, that would be ideal be, that would be ideal yeah but, i would just say answers on the defensive line yeah some type whether it's a new body whether it's a new signing whether True, it's just yeah. you know those young guys balling out i would just say there there needs to be a greater confidence about creating some type of pass rush a month from now than there is right now mm-hmm. hopefully that that happens for the bears they need it and I'd like to also throw out there that Will and what Billy Beeman is talking about, that there's just a whole lot of Jack Sanborn going to the next level conversation because that would be fun. Where's the Sand God jersey? I thought you oh, did he get replaced? It. No, it's around here. Sand God or we'll, Noah we'll, Sewell? We'll, we'll, we'll I'll look. No, no, no. no it's a, <laughs> you could stay there, Kevin. We'd rather hear your voice than you searching for, should do for Sand God jerseys. Frame it. And put it on set in our training camp studio. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's what we you want, me to, want me to get work on that, getting that done. Oh, maybe. So I'll, ex- I'll send my expense report to Emma. Emma, our intern. I <laughs> <laughs> <That> was like, <laughs> Chris oh. Emma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's who I thought you meant too. Yeah, like, like Chris <laughs> Emma. <laughs> Not Chris Emma. <laughs> Hopefully, he's playing tonight for the score. I don't think he's. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, Emma. That <laughs> but nice. that might help us. Let's get Emma at short. Is there going to be a Goose Island at this game tonight? It's a non-drinking field. Oh, come on. Well, you could bring some Goose Island and be you could, you creative. You could do it, yeah. City of Chicago. Nobody cares. Are they you could have down on softball fields? Get mm, out of here. You'll be fine. If you want to drink a Goose and watch the game, and no one's going to care. If we're going to be yeah. so stubborn about playing 16-inch softball here in Chicago that we should the police can't be cracking down on people drinking at these games. That's the whole point. Am I wrong? No. Otherwise, let's just go to 12-inch and play a real sport. A safer sport. Yeah. Safer Definitely sport. safer. <laughs> Definitely safer. All right. Uh, but I hope there's a Goose Island there because CHO is supported by Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago's beer since 1988. Of course, they got the uh, longtime favorites like Goose IPA, the six-time medal winner at the Great American Beer Fest. Always in style, that Goose IPA. 312, long-time favorite. Uh, and then you want to go newer, full-pocket pills. Still have some of those in my refrigerator. Those Great. are awesome here in the summer. Everyday beer, what the brewers at Goose Island are drinking. Um, and then if you want to go bold, you always got Tropical Beer Hug as well. Dry Hopped Imperial IPA, 9.9% alcohol Ooh. in that Tropical Beer Hug. A good one. Go big or go home. Grab ultra fresh brewery exclusive beers at Goose Island's original brew house on Clybourne Avenue in Lincoln Park or from their tap room on Fulton Street in West Town. Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago's beer. So, for those of you heading out on a road trip or just uh, head around town, we are incredibly excited to partner with our friends at Circle K. Check out your local Circle K for the best coffee, beer, snack selection, the premium gas. Uh, look out for the freebies and the giveaways down the road. There's tons of stuff coming here. Uh, look, you're road tripping. I'm planning on going up to the great camp in Abagamon. I'll be stopping at Circle K for my snacks. Um, listen, check out your closest location. Go to Circle K. Support CHGO. 
get the best deal you've ever gotten. And thank you, by the way, to our friends at Circle K for sponsoring CHGO. Visit the nearest Circle K to pick up all your favorite finds. Summer, 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 road trip, road trip, road trip, circle, 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 K. We're at 99 likes. One more to 100, please. Yeah, we got to get one we more. We need one more. Can we get the, yeah, triple Show digits to be. likes. Yeah. Yeah. We still have time in this show. Let's get to the 200. Yeah. Let's go. Um, all right. There it is. A lot going on here in the final 15. Where <laughs> do you want to go, Hogue? Well, first of all, I don't even know if you want me to play softball tonight after what happened Friday night. What happened? Well, yes, I want to hear about this. You were on all right, so an Amtrak. Friday night, I was at the Twins-White Sox game in Minnesota mm-hmm. with my son. When were you on the train? Thursday. Great. And then Saturday, coming home. You took the train back, too? Yeah. <laughs> You're so adorable. That's great. Uh, Keep well, going. I didn't have my car up there because I took the train up there. I guess I could have flown home. I just, any, anyway, you on the train. No, was it was fun. James wanted to take this train. It was a good experience. That's a great dad moment. I'm tired of driving to Minnesota. I do it all the time. Mm-hmm. So it was a it was a good it was Train a cool move. experience. Yeah. Okay, so Friday, Minnesota Different. pop up, you dropped it. So uh uh-uh. I don't even know who was batting, to be honest with you. It was bottom of the eighth inning. One we're in the fifth row behind the twins dugout. Pretty mm-hmm. decent seats. But one of those where like it goes high up in the air. First baseman's running over. Tough play. Don't know if it's going to go. Which side of the net, right? I read this thing off the bat. Like, he hit it. I'm like, that's coming to us. Now, and when it got to the apex, which was, I don't know, 40,000 feet in the air, <laughs> this high fly ball, yeah. it started drifting back. There'd so be a pop Like, up. this is going to go a couple rows back, I think. And then, I don't know if the wind pushed it or something. It, I mean, it took a beeline. For James's seat, which is next to me, right? So I have no choice. I got to try to catch it because I don't want to hit my son. So I'm under it. I still to this moment don't know how I caught it. Hey, but caught it, it though. Mouse right here. <sighs> or how I didn't catch I didn't catch it. I did not catch it. Oh. Off the hands. Fortunately, a kid in front of me got it. James already had two that's, balls. You, come on. That's a tough play. Oh, it was tough, but I had a perfect record three for three in my life on oh. foul balls, and the record is ruined. Mm. Well, that's that's significant. Bl- blow to the ego, but I right. I, that's what I'm saying. Also, it, I had to ice my hand; it freaking hurt. <laughs> right, bet, which is why you can't be down on yourself on this. Like uh, my first, I'm down. My first foul ball that I ever caught was Carlos Zambrano in Dodger Stadium. He r- lines up to bunt it. It goes right up over the screen nothing going one mile an hour and came right to me. If I had dropped it, I would have <laughs> done. I would have stopped playing sports like yeah. Greg Bragg should. But um, <laughs> but I didn't drop it. Uh, this That's a tough play. I mean, come on. Nagy, you're funny. Bartman would have caught it. <laughs> the only thing was it came... Oh, Bartman didn't catch it. That's part of the problem. No, that, that ball is caught 10% of the time. Mine? Yes. It was a tough play. But if ten per, I have high expectations. And now I will say it did help. If James didn't already get a couple other balls at that game, I would have beat myself up even more. Oh, yeah. as a dad, that I, I say he got a couple balls. He did. That's awesome. One of them I've was, never gotten one. I've been to like 150 major league games. Well, these weren't foul ball. One was like a Twins coach tossed him one. Hey, that's and awesome. Still, the second one was Eloy's glorious ground out to end the uh, seventh inning. No, top mm. of the eighth, I think. With runners in scoring position, could have tied the game. Um, you know how when the players run off the field, they toss the ball in the stands? That, yeah. was, that was the other one. Two so, baseballs. Good for James. It was yeah. a good night. It was a good trip. But uh, my hand still hurts a little bit. And the ego. Just a little bit. Um, Worst moment of my life. <laughs> can we – Can we? Uh, since I, uh, you're okay. That, that's, that's a good effort. That's a great job, Dadding. I, I don't trust my hands tonight for softball, though. You, we got enough tonight, and you've got a big show, and you're welcome to come and get have a goose and get you a pinch hitting roll. Okay. You know, <laughs> after when we're you know up by ten runs in the in the fifth inning. <laughs> okay. Um, hey, I think we should give Bragg's congratulations. I think it was a major uh, moment for him over the weekend. Apparently. Uh, him and his beautiful wife uh, Jenny have been together for 20 years and been married for 10 and five. If you read the read the old tweet here, 
Um, but so I responded um, with a congrats. And then I asked him, what are you wearing? Because can we go back to the first tweet? You telling me that that dude doesn't look like he's going to go be the usher at Target or something? I love Target. Was I wrong? And and I mean, what do you, uh, chat? What 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 is it? Uh, what is that? This is like a big night going out to get dressed and stuff. Is that a the usher at Target? I don't know. He's wearing like <laughs> yeah, he looks wait, like. What does that yeah. mean? I don't understand that reference <laughs> at all. The greeter. He's like the greeter at Walmart. Walmart greeter. Oh, Walmart. oh okay. okay. Walmart. Well, at least you got the with the stretch polo yeah. shirt, and uh, I was just more. He looks like a cop. I don't know what he looks like. He looks like he's dressed up to go out to dinner with his wife. Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> and so I just asked him what he was wearing. And, uh. and, and, then, it, and, then, and then he, I just asked kind of nicely. And then he's a professional <laughs> hater, never missed a day of the work. Can't wait for the Bears season to start so you can focus all your hate on fields. Trying to turn all the CHO Bears yeah. fans against me like I'm hating on fields. What type of, what type of teammate is this? This is a, this is this is a, this that, is blasphemer is too. He, he likes to, he'll paint you as a Justin Fields hater. Yeah, I, who's who's hating on Fields over here? I got I got no hate, but love in my heart. Did you not see me in in Fields at uh, the Super Bowl? Guys dapping me up. We we talk all the time. <laughs> the hell. <laughs> okay. Rag's getting a lot of backup here. Gucci looks good. What the heck are you talking about, Graham? <laughs> Joe, Joe says Carm's an a-hole. <laughs> <laughs> now, come on. He looks like an idiot. <laughs> Even if you don't believe it, just, just back me on this. It's more fun. Oh. Uh, would you ever wear that? I mean, Jeans and a polo? All like, tight and you could like, see everything? It's a terrible look. Untuck the shirt. What is this? What are you, Dad of the Year in 1968? Can I get an untuck, please? Yeah. <laughs> I think you, I think you look good, Rags. Congrats to you and Jenny. Yeah, congrats. Yeah, congrats. What did that say? 20, 20 years together, ten years married, five years as parents. That's I mean, awesome. It's a great. It's 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 lovely. Just didn't agree with the fit. I said congrats. Couple <laughs> exclamation points. You're just jealous that he was on the river walk. Well, you were sweating in Georgia. Georgia, yeah. Can we can we hear about that, Mark? What what ended up happening in Georgia? You know, <laughs> I just will. I'll just say this: I had nothing to do with planning this trip, and I just was coming. I was going along to be a outstanding teammate. It, it was ninety nine degrees. Oh, God, no lie, ninety nine humidity, Ugh. horrendous. I'm. Like every step that I would take, whenever we walked everywhere, felt like I was lifting like three people. It was just so much weight. And then Sweet. you know we're sitting at the pool. It's as good as we're gonna do. <laughs> and they're like, "Let's go to the beach." And I'm sitting there like I'm. I am. There's you know three couples. Like I'm. I am number six. So I am not going to give my opinions. But I'm like. It's 99 degrees. We, it's going to be hot as death out there. <laughs> Why would we even consider driving 45 minutes there? Okay, that's the, what I was wondering about. 45 minutes there and back to the beach where none of you are going to have a good time, and it's going to be horrible. <laughs> so, but we get it, you know, get so it. So you're at the pool, as you were saying. We're at this so pool. So you're already around a body of water. Right, we're at yeah. the pool. There's plenty of... Food and drink and chill and, you know, you want to go see some cool, like, museum or something. Like, I wouldn't really want to do that, but I'd go. You want to go get dinner or lunch or something, I would do that, but go to the beach. So we, we drive to the beach, and I'm sitting there the whole time like, this is a nightmare. It's a terrible idea. We get out to the beach. We were there for three minutes. <laughs> we walked out there. They're like, uh, and I'm like, yes, of course. I could have told of you. That. Of course, this is not going to be good. <laughs> like there was one. Like they had like this was like some professional beach. It was like a a, a little cubby cubby all of you know chairs and and umbrellas. There was one umbrella left. I'm like all oh, right, we got the umbrella. I'm like the umbrella's broke. That's why it's left. <laughs> There's no way that that umbrella works. We get out there. It's like a, there's like three poles going every which way. The umbrella can't stick in like. 
and, and and then we you know we're in Georgia, so you so we're we're catching crab. Like you, we bought like these chicken Ooh. necks, and we put them in a cage, and we dumped them in the water. And I I mean you know whatever I eat meat, I eat fish, so I, I'm a hypocrite here. But like like they were pulling out, and there's all these like they're all you know they're they're these these dudes were having a good day. They were they were living they were having <laughs> they're living their life. They're in the water, they're chilling. <laughs> now all of a sudden we're gonna take it, we're gonna put them in this pot of boiling hot water, and I gotta watch this like you know. Ignorance is bliss. I don't need to see this. And like they're picking up the crab, and the crab's fighting for its life. And like, and then it's just gonna dump it in there. I'm like, yeah, that's terrible. No, don't you feel bad? The crab tastes good. What's wrong though? with you what people? Kind of crab was it? I don't know. <laughs> Sounds amazing. Uh, how hot was it? <clears throat> how how hot was it down there? The, the, like, the give me boiling a temperature. water? Or no, <laughs> no. <laughs> when you stepped on the beach and wanted to leave immediately. Oh, it was. It, I'm telling you, it was. It was. It was it was miserable, and I'm like, <laughs> we're not going to a Caribbean, Mexico, Resort, beautiful you know. beach. Like we're going to like yeah. muddy waters off of Georgia that no one's gonna swim in, and there's like you know one Rico out there, twenty feet out. Like no yeah. one's doing this. Hmm. Uh, you uh, smell that? <laughs> yeah, I do. Something's amazing Some over there. Beef. Yeah. Right, and we got but, some special right, guests and, here in the studio, and I didn't have to watch the thing go down. I just get—we're gonna have a delicious sandwich. Yeah, right, I can see them right there. Yeah, Barger's Beef is in uh, in the house today. Let's Appreciate go. them coming by, Darren and that's Chris. That's awesome. Um, I—that's the one I—I I was telling people about a couple weeks ago. If you're ever up in the Fox Lake area, gotta check out the Barge Barger's Beef. They sell them right off the boat there. Um, someone actually, one of our listeners, tweeted at me yesterday was out on the water yesterday and stopped by your guys' place and had some had some of the beef. So and I'm telling you, it's so good. Should they, we get one on, on they, set here? Yeah. Yeah, why don't yeah. you bring it over? That smells so good. Holy cow. We're going to get to <laughs> eat right now? Well, the secret, I don't know if it's even a secret, but their jardinier is so good. Okay. So they make their own, and you got to go, thank you. We're, we're getting a whole plate ourselves? Oh, my. Oh, this is this is this this is this is trouble. You want to Okay. Sure, you go there. You, there you go, Nikki. Here we go. Cheese oh, this and is the jardinier awesome. right here. Okay, right here. Thank you so much. Oh my God, so good. Let me get a zoom. Are on we that really quick. taking this bite yeah, right yeah. now? Because I mean, by the way, they they sell the uh, the jars of jardinier too. We're gonna get a little zoom in on it. Oh my goodness, so good. <laughs> look Carm just gave me mm. mm-hmm. So good Bad pinky and all That's just, mm-hmm. It's going to be messy too mm-hmm. <laughs> Wow Wow I just took the biggest bite of my life Oh my goodness That is so moist So flavorful So delicious I'm only going to take one bite right now Because someone has to keep talking I'd like to. Yeah, sorry. I would like to apologize to anybody who was paying attention to me in the last three minutes because that was a, that was a nauseating amount so of food good. that I put in. But it was so deli- delicious. Yes, phenomenal. Wow. One more, one more time, Hogue. How do you? It's Barger's beef. Um, how do you tell people where to find you guys? Because I just say, yeah, just Google Google Barger's beef. So it's B A R G E R apostrophe S. And they, they sell them right off the boat there at the beach house. So if you go to the beach house, too, which you can get to by land, um, which they've done a great job with that place, too, because that was a, that was Stormy Mondays before. And they put a bunch of money into there, and, and that's an awesome place to take your kids, too. They got a lot of sand and uh, a beach that isn't 99 degrees like the one <laughs> car was at. That is so good. I'm so excited wow. for 90 degrees at, at Hallis Hall this week. It's going <laughs> to feel nice. so, it's going to feel so good. I'm not kidding. I'm, I'm gonna, I got off the plane on Saturday. I was like, oh, thank you so much. I love you, Chicago. Uh, Braggs is watching the show. Yeah, and he clapped back at you a little bit. Let's yeah. see the socks pulled over the pants from the guy talking about style again. So that's right, buddy. That's a good point. That's right. Yeah. You went yeah. straight down the middle, the look that everybody on the whole planet has, and tried to do it, and you did it bad. And I am blazing a trail over here. I will say though, Braggs. as much as I defended Braggs, I like Clayton's comment. Um, he said Braggs looks like Kirk Cousins' wife chose. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. You're Kirk Cousins. How's that? Hey, uh, Kirk. I mean, after that Netflix a great family, show, man. man. I like me some Kirk Cousins. First of all, good nice hus- guy. Good husbands know that if you're going to go out like that, you want to make sure that your wife signs off on the outfit. There's nothing wrong with that. No, Braggs is Kirk Cousins, which if I offended Jenny and she picked out that outfit, then I do apologize because, you know, she probably just looked at his terrible wardrobe and this was the best option that she had and came up with that. (laughs) (laughs) But, (laughs) but, (laughs) you know, now all of a sudden guys got to clap back and make me out to be a fields hater. Those are fighting words. I will see you. Well, his greatest weapon is turning Bears Twitter against you. Now, how do we phrase that? Is it Bears X now? Is that? Yeah, I don't know. Ooh, I, I don't, is, is he the no, president it, of Bears still, X? It's still called Twitter, but the logo has changed. Is my understanding. Oh, yeah. okay. We got some super chats, you guys. Uh, Chris says, uh, $2 super chat here from Chris. New uni ideas. I want all white polar bear unis. That'd be cool. Well, my idea, I love the all whites. I like... Like the nineteen was it nineteen forties throwback where it's like that dark orange, um, it's like the dark orange, all blue. Yeah, those are yeah nineteen forties. The cheese, one. The cheese is a next level move. By the way, on this, on this, you're still talking about the beef. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) this is the next level. (laughs) I wasn't expecting it mid mid sandwich. The cheese goes takes you to the next level. Well, my idea on the unis, which I brought up before, is to put the bear logo on the helmet. Yeah, not the C, just as an alternate, but, um. I've talked to George McCaskey about this, and he's not a big fan of, like, oversized logos, which I agree with him on. You know, like, the Bucks logo nowadays is just, like, too big. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, so I agree, but I still think you can have a nice-sized bear logo just as an alternate. Um, and those polar ones that were going around on Twitter in the offseason, I agree, are pretty sweet. You guys uh, see that they're going to have the Houston Oilers? Like yeah, the those throwback? are dope. Those are dope. The Seahawks put out yeah. awesome uniforms. The Vikings put out awesome Throwbacks. Um, some cool ones. It's been a good run of them. Chris Peguero. Back in business. Oh, he's back? I didn't know he was gone. Long time. We missed you, Chris. No see, guys. It's training camp time. A little 199. Go, Chris. Damn Super right, baby. We, we are ready. It. You should tell everybody what we're doing for training camp. Hope. Well, do we have one more? What was Je- Did we get Jesse's up there? 199. We have depth at wide receiver. Relax. Okay. Hope you're right, Jesse. A decent depth. We got better. Yeah, it's better depth than last year. They, for they, sure. sure. They, they no do. Doubt. They yeah. do. They do. Um, yeah, so pay attention to um, good time to mention social media. Make sure you're following us at CHGO underscore Bears. All our personal accounts at Adam Hogue, at the Carm, at Nicholas, Nicholas Moriano. Moriano. Um, because the during training camp, Times are going to fluctuate on the show. So um, we know a lot of people love us here at the noon hour. Don't worry. Once we get to back to the regular season schedule, that we'll be going back to normal with noon. But to maximize our training camp coverage, we all want to be there. We all want to see the practices. We want to deliver you the news and the analysis on a daily basis. So we'll be doing post-practice training camp shows. Um Looks like 3 o'clock is probably going to be the start time most days. But like I said, you might want to pay attention on social media. We'll try to communicate everything we can. Of course, good time to hit the notification button on our YouTube channel. Make sure you're subscribed. Hit the notifications because then it will always tell you when we go live. And that's a good way to follow along as well. Um, so tomorrow is report day. Maddie Uberflus, Ryan Poles, a bunch of players are going to talk. When they're done, we'll be on probably around 3 o'clock to break it all down for you. Studio H. Yeah. Ooh, Studio H. Studio H. First time uh, I'm going to be there. Yeah. And it uh, doesn't need to be said, but best training camp coverage is coming right oh, here for you. Without Let's a doubt about it. Without a doubt. And we're fueled up with Barger's beef. We're ready to go. I'm ready. We are ready to I'm go. I'm so incredibly happy. What's I can't what's wait to do the rest of this. We got to log off. Yeah. So. <laughs> Say goodbye. Um, all right. We're out of here. We'll talk to you again. So it'll be tomorrow about 3 o'clock. Oh, also, make sure you're diehard. Right? CHGO. AllCHGO.com slash diehard. Because starting tomorrow, my Bear Stings newsletter going daily throughout training camp. So you're going to want to be signed up for that. That is an exclusive uh, perk for... 
the our diehard members and you also get a discount if you want to sign up for the CHGO Kickoff Classic coming Friday, August 25th at Cog Hill, playing course number two. Cannot wait for that. We'll have those uh, CHGO Pins and Aces polos on sale there as well. Um, but if you are a diehard member, you get a discount when you sign up to join us at Cog Hill CHGO Kickoff Classic. Cannot wait. Cody Del Mendo on another uh, uh, note has the best walk at CHGO. The best walk? You're right there. You have a great walk. Hogue's okay. got a good bounce walk. Okay. But Del Mendo's walk with the head bob <laughs> and this, the whole thing that goes on, okay. best walk at CHGO. Very right. detailed. So you're going to get that level of analysis from Mark? Paying attention to everything. I will break down walks at training camp, there too. There you go. We will not, Bear Tree's coming back into play. <laughs> Bear Tree. I'm so excited. Uh, All right. We can go now. I'm going to eat this beef. Get a load of this thing. The Jardinier. Thanks so much. The cheese. The we're beef is so good. We're signing. Uh, Chad, you were awesome. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Chad, well, you were awesome today. You, t- your boy Boogie, my man. Talk to you guys tomorrow.